0: And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show.
1: What's up, Gleeks? Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Glee. Season 3, episode 17. I want to dance with somebody. But before we do anything else, we have fabulous new co-host with us Annie Demian and Marissa Serafini and we are missing of course still our veterans we're we're missing Stephanie we're missing Mia we're missing Billy people come and go I feel like I'm scaring people off from this show am I I scary
2: no not at all
1: Marissa am I a little scary kind of I'm I'm kind of nervous about it. I'm saying like no, before this that. I get it. I was eating salami like maybe today I smell but if you don't come back next week, I'm going to know it's me no, and I'm going to be, be, be sad <laughs> about it. All of our gleeks get so attached to the to the hosts here and then they come and they go. But and, you're here. But I'm here to stay, but everybody knows that I I live here. Right above us what you don't know is there's a bed and I actually live there. <laughs> The latter part isn't true The the first part is though There is a bed up there In case anybody ever Needs to crash at the studios Because they're so obsessed Good to know Anyway So let's get right Into this episode This Whitney Houston tribute It was unbelievable I think
2: So good The opening song I think was perfect Instead of like Any conversation That just went right into it
1: It was perfect It was amazing And during the course Of this episode If you want to talk to us About how perfect You thought it was Or if you completely disagree There's a couple ways You can get in touch with us Number one YouTube, YouTube, comment us um, tomorrow, later. Let us know what you're thinking. We will respond. We'll write back. We'll we'll have a conversation. We'll be good. Dialogue's good for everybody. Yes. iTunes, we need the iTunes comments. As you guys know, we're here. We're we're trying to serve you. We're here for free. We're doing everything we can. But in order to keep making money, so we don't have these technical difficulties like we were having before, which is why we're up <laughs> late. We need the iTunes comments so we can bump up our iTunes, and. Just tweeting at us also. Guys, what are what are your twitters? Where can we find you if we want to tweet at you, Marissa? Where can I find you? We can find her. We'll, we'll get back to you. I'm telling you, these technical difficulties. We we gotta we gotta make some money. Wait, the other way we can make money. I forgot to say about Amazon. The perfect segue. We need this awesome new thing. We're now have this deal with Amazon where if you want to buy something on Amazon, we're not asking you to buy anything you wouldn't originally buy. Nothing like that. But if you want to buy anything on Amazon, your textbooks, your shoes. Perfume, whatever floats your boat, I don't know. Anything. But you go to AfterBuzzTV.com. We've got a link directly to Amazon. It doesn't cost you any more, but we actually get a little bit of the proceeds, which would be awesome. So help us out here so we're not going up late. Exactly. We need your support as fans. Can we get the Twitter handles? Are are we up? Are we going? How can we reach you? Yeah,
3: I am Marissa Movies at Twitter. That's M-A-R-I-S-A. Or some movies on Twitter.
1: Hell yeah. And have we figured it out? We've got got a newbie tweeter over here.
2: (laughs) I am thinking about it more. I usually go by two different names. So it's either Annie Demian, which is just A-N-N-I-E-D-E-M-Y-A-N, or it's Demian A-E, which are my initials. we'll come back with it next week next week we'll figure it out so we can can try both and let me know because i'm having trouble getting in so
1: and of course i'm at roxy stryer tweet at me during this i try to check my phone if not during later in the week i'll i'll get back to you on all of our glee news and gossip and everything we have to do okay but let's get into this episode there was a lot going on and i wanted to start by talking about the wedding that is yes, coming up. a
2: stressful wedding that they're planning that they're trying to rush. I feel
1: so bad for Emma. <laughs> I, know. I mean, if somebody dropped the bomb on me like that, yeah. no, you're not actually going to get married in December. You're going to get married in a month.
2: It's not enough time for a girl. She's been dreaming about this day.
1: Especially this OCD, like completely she loves to organize, she has her way about yeah. her and everything. How could he not know her well enough to know that he cannot spring something like that on her?
2: Yeah, the rush is unnecessary. He's worried about the people not coming back, the class.
1: Yeah, Exactly, but what is his obsession with this glee class...
2: I don't know. He's going to go into depression when they all graduate, though. That's for sure. I
1: know. I never had a teacher like that who I felt like was really... All about you? Well, no, no. I had teachers that were amazing, and especially one high school teacher who's still awesome and we still keep in touch. She's yeah. a great, great guy. But I mean, somebody where I felt like I affected their life as yeah. much as, you know... I
2: can't say that I did either. But these
1: kids really are changing his life. But anyway, so he wants to push up this wedding, mm-hmm. and he hires... Mr. Lavender?
2: Richard something. Yeah.
1: Ultimate wedding planner?
2: Creepster.
1: Creepy, (laughs) creepy dude. He comes over and him and Emma are doing all this planning. And what do we think is going to go on with this wedding? Are we going to get this bumped up? What's fair? Who's in the right? Should the Glees be there?
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be bumped up and I think it's going to end up being perfect just as it's supposed to be, honestly. At the campsite? Not at the campsite, but somewhere great, and like last minute, it's gonna everything's gonna fall into place perfectly, and I think it's just gonna be like a fairy tale. Just as they this want season, it. I think it'll be this season. Okay, they can't keep keep us hanging. I don't think,
1: or can they? And then they want to <laughs> have
2: like a tribute to everyone in the class. So I'm thinking,
1: Marissa, what do we think? Are we are we wanting this wedding? Do we think that it's fair?
3: Uh, well, I I want the wedding. I want to see them married, but I don't think. Uh, you know pushing the wedding up to May is the best especially for Emma you know she's so OCD and she's very set in her ways but mm-hmm. i i think it's very understandable that Will wants to move it up because he wants to see all of his glee kids there you know they, they become a family, and you want your family at your wedding. So it's very understandable. I, I understand why agree. still there.
1: I agree, but I think she had a good point where if they move it to November, around Thanksgiving time, everybody will be back. Or in December, you know, kids come back from college break. Yeah. There is a way to get around this where all, uh, all the new directions can still be there. So I do think, you know, marriage things are about compromise, yeah. and he just seems to be telling her. Right. Did she get of- her
2: dress? Do we even know? Like, do, don't you need the dress?
1: The dress is the least of her issues. (laughs) She needs to go and polish every single inch of the floor before all the silverware. I I know. I mean, I'm scared for her to have the dress more than a day in advance because she's going to have to dry clean that every, I don't know, 20 minutes. (laughs) Seriously. Like, you can't take somebody who's that OCD and be like, boom, baby.
2: No, they'll have have a panic attack.
1: Exactly, which is something we don't want to (laughs) see. But speaking of somewhat panic attacks... You see Quinn this episode, and she's very panicked and freaked out herself. Yeah. All right, but before we completely go over to Quinn, Joe, I just wanted to talk about Joe as a character on this. His name's Joe Hart. If you're wondering, who are you talking about? Who's Joe Hart? He's Jesus, you know, the guy AKA. with the dreads who looks like Jesus. So Joe, a.k.a. Jesus, who one um, or actually – didn't win Glee Project, but was offered a place. Did you watch Glee Project? Yeah, I
2: thought that they picked two winners. Is that not it?
1: I don't know because I didn't watch. I hate to yeah. admit it, but I didn't. But I know that there are four people who are on, were on Glee Project who were offered spots on Glee.
2: Oh, okay. Nice. I
1: think there was only one or two winners mm-hmm. and then two extra people. Okay. So all over the place, a lot of,
2: and he's like very Christian, and which you is, wouldn't think with that look.
1: Exactly, it's so weird. Yeah, he's this cool guitar playing, singing
2: dreadlock. <laughs> Looks
1: like he smokes a lot of ganj, but yeah. nope, he's just like the straight edge mm-hmm. Christian boy.
2: And Quinn's about to change all that.
1: It, but she used to be this Christian girl, remember? Yeah, before before pregnant, Quinn, she was. All about saving herself till marriage. Yeah, look where
3: that got her. I I, I think that's a a great message. Um, You know, the belief of don't judge a person by their cover. Exactly. Very
1: true, very true. true. What do we think of him, though? Do we like him being on the show?
3: I like him. I've always liked him since the beginning. I was like, oh, who is this guy? He's a cutie. He's cute. He needs to stay
1: around. He's got a cool vibe. And I've got to say, I hated Rory the The little Irish man.
2: Yeah, he didn't make it very far.
1: He was so annoying. Yeah. on On the show, he was so freaking annoying. All he talks about is, oh, I'm going back to Ireland, <sighs> and oh, I'm a little wee man. And
2: you're like, no one cares. And his Let's voice, he sang
1: the most sad, depressing, slow songs.
2: Yeah, he wasn't a good fit.
1: I know, I wasn't into it, but I love, I love Dreadlock Jesus.
2: And the duet between Quinn and him was pretty good. It was
1: really, really good. They, I think they're killing it. What do we think about this whole physical therapy thing?
2: I think it's just making them more physically attracted to each other. <laughs> and oh, I think that me. things are going to go down coming and up And you want to see that? Are they a good couple? I don't know. I think they would be. I can't really tell so far since it's so new, but I'm thinking they would be really good together. With their morals and their Christian background, maybe they could make it work.
1: I think that she's really struggling with being in the wheelchair. She's having a hard time. Yeah. And he seems to really be bringing her out of her shell.
2: Yeah. It's still and still making her, feel her more comfortable. attractive, even though.
1: Because Diana Agron is gorgeous. Yeah. She's beautiful. Like, I mean. she doesn't need makeup. You, no, regardless of the wheelchair, you could cut her legs off <laughs> and she would be beautiful.
2: <laughs> she could have no limbs and you no, still.
1: The limbless, beautiful lady. make out with
2: her. Yes. <laughs> I
1: feel like I'm going to be coughing a lot, so excuse me if I do, but I've been sick all week. I feel like there's something that going around. Sucks.
2: There has been something going around because I was getting it and then I got a cold buster. That smoothie. What is that? It's like a jama Juice smoothie. that Why like don't I know what this kills is? a sickness and it has like vitamin C and i um, like... Banana, <laughs> orange juice, whatever. I swear maybe it's in my head, but it cures me. I
1: need that. With I can get a Jamba Juice.
2: Really yeah, good. it's so good. <laughs>
1: and let's just talk about not glee for a second and Jamba Juice. <laughs> Jamba Juice, J- cold
2: buster, get it.
1: <laughs> and people are right now thinking Jamba Juice is paying us. To <laughs> They're put- not. No, no. We but they can if they there. want. <laughs> Jamba Juice, if you are listening right now, we will take your money and we will put it back into Studio B so we have no more delays.
2: Or free smoothies for a year either way.
1: That works too. <laughs> that works too. Okay, so back to back to Quinn and Joe. Back to I know Quinn
2: it, and Whitney. It's weird
1: that we have to talk about the show here. That's what we do here at Bazaar. But <laughs> so back to them. I'm really liking this. We got to talk about one of the funniest moments in the episode with them though, which went right over at my head. End. Embarrassingly, when he's stretching her out on the table. Yes, at the end, I go to you guys. Wait. What just happened? Would you like to explain to us what happened during that time period?
2: Sure, I would love to. He is stretching her out and has her leg back, mm, back. Stretch
1: that. Yeah. And he's
2: like further and she's like yes, and then she feels something and calls him out and he's super embarrassed and it's really funny.
1: Cuz he, he has a boner.
2: Every guy. He has <laughs> a boner. It's true. Honestly,
1: it's ridiculous because TV is so not subtle these days that right. when they are subtle, like in this, I mean, they weren't that subtle even. But when they're a little more subtle, it goes right over my head. Right. I was like, wait, did, did did like her hip just pop or something? What just happened? You guys are like, are you an idiot, Roxy? He has a boner. Have you ever seen a guy before? Yeah, they get boners. That
2: just happened.
1: Teenagers boners. I was like, oh, oh, okay, that's what happened. So anyway, he seems very embarrassed about it. Embarrassed about it was sweet.
2: Yeah. And what? He's supposed to save himself, right? Because that's not going to work.
1: Yeah. but So they have this whole discussion about faith. And he says, are you asking me to give it up? And she's like, no, I would never. Right. And she just thinks it's sweet that he still believes. Yeah. So h- how's that going to turn out? I mean, do we want to him, see him keep true to his faith or do we want to see them have dirty, raw sex?
2: I think the dirty, those are the only two options. The dirty raw <laughs> sex because the other end is not very realistic.
1: Impregnate Quinn when
2: you're in high school. She doesn't need to have any more children. I'm just kidding. Don't. She do know? That. I think she's educated now about the whole birth control thing. You'd hope.
1: Oh, we would hope. Marissa's appalled over there. She's like, Roxy, what message are you sending to the young children of America?
2: Dirty raw sex.
1: Dirty raw sex. No, not actually, like Jesus Christ, what am I even talking about? I'm just having one of those nights, I guess
2: it's a crazy day, yeah,
1: well, just because I think that Jesus is so hot and Quinn is so hot, so have
2: hot babies,
1: yeah, I'm just into hot people getting it on,
2: I agree, and she's
1: feeling so down about herself, and who doesn't feel a lot better after getting laid, and
2: it's true i'm just
1: I'm just into boosting our confidence that's what it I'm would thinking solve
2: all of their problems
1: i think i I think so too i mean you know what (laughs) i have to look at this we have to get back to the music i need to stop talking about the sex so their song Um, was saving all my love for you which was so romantic and cute and like you were saying their duet was great it was before the moment with the physical therapy right this is when we see their real connection Mm -hmm. and I i thought it was great
2: i thought it was really good too what did you think about santana and britney's duet of dance with somebody
1: i thought it was excellent i love that song It's obvious that they chose I want to dance with somebody for Britney because Heather Morris is, like, the best dancer of all time. Mm -hmm. And Naya Rivera has become an unbelievable dancer, too. So these two together, they're a smoking hot couple. I mean, they just look great. When they sing I want to dance with somebody, I'm the worst dancer of all time. And it makes me believe in myself that... I want to dance with somebody, too.
2: Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs, too. I have to say, I love that Whitney song.
1: What about going back to um, How Will I Know? It had Santana, Mercedes, Kurt, and Rachel. We opened up the episode. Usually, they give us a little bit of an intro, but we went right into music. Yeah,
2: I really enjoyed that. I think it was a great idea. It was perfect tribute. Went right into it. Didn't have to exchange any words about Whitney. They just played her song. I like that a lot.
3: Yeah. I I thought about that. Uh, number was um it was acapella. I don't know if you guys noticed that. But I didn't I notice that. It. it was all acapella. It was all snapping and other oh, stuff. Good, stopping, and better. I was gonna say was good eyes, amazing. but really good ears. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know it was just those four. But it sounded amazing. Yeah, it and was.
1: Honestly, all the time. Sometimes I'll I'll hate on Mercedes for different things she does. Not often, but I will say tonight she killed it in that opening. Just looking at her, she's so beautiful. The way she just. She's so composed and beautiful and was just sitting there. Her voice is so pure and those notes that she can hit. We really got to see a lot of the voices this episode. Yeah. But sometimes they're covered because we're doing all these two cool new pop songs. But right. this is like, you know, you're not messing around when you're going with Whitney.
2: Yeah. And that makes me think of Kurt when he did his song. Dude, his I voice. know. We'll
1: get to Kurt and Blaine later. Yeah, we, we'll we, get to them later. I, I always freaking yeah. do that. Like one thing... We are saving Kurt and Blaine to talk about for last because they were the
2: most interesting story.
1: Not only that, but it's like it makes me want to get through this. Otherwise, I could talk about Glee for hours, Hours? (laughs) but I know I don't have that long. So I try to save the best for last. So I kind of run through everything else. Um, But other than that, we saw Santana and Rachel had this weird moment Mm -hmm. was so emotional and it was so emotional, but that was also the name of the song. (laughs) What, What was this locker moment? What was going on there?
2: That was interesting. I don't know. What did you think about that?
1: I mean, if somebody came up to me and asked me to put their picture in my (gasps) locker, hmm, I don't know. I feel like I, I really don't know. It's
2: weird, too, because, like she said, there's 42 days of school left, so... Maybe she's just trying to hit her at the end so she'll remember her and miss her. I, Seems very Rachel berry I
3: think it's, you know, it's just getting that closure. Yeah. You, know, you tend to do that with friends when you realize something that's been important to you mm. is ending and you want to, like, make amends with anyone who yeah. you've had problems with. I agree. And I think that was, you know, their closure. Do and it was
2: a little narcissistic.
1: Of course. Do you guys want to see uh, more duos between them? Yeah. I think they killed yeah. it.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: definitely. I, I noticed like during their number together, Rachel and Santana, I was like, they're singing together. That's so rare. Yeah, and, and they sound great together. But you they know what?
1: I didn't like. I didn't like how we didn't see build up to that because all of a sudden they're. Um, I feel like my. Am I am I echoing again? No,
2: it oh, sounds good. I'm
1: good. I'm just paranoid. <laughs> Clearly, I'm crazy. No, so Santana and Rachel, we see them sing, and then afterwards, we hear them say, "We're not enemies anymore," but. We didn't see anything before with them not being enemies.
2: Right. They kind of jumped the gun on that maybe a little bit. Maybe the storyline could have been built a little bit more, and then the performance might have been like, whoa.
1: Exactly, exactly. Uh so we see that I mean, pretty much, other than Kurt and Blaine, that was the episode. Can we get to talking about the juice of the episode? Let's. So we've got the situation at hand, guys, and honestly, we all love Kurt and Blaine. Well, actually, I don't do you guys? I never never hosted the show with you. How how do you guys feel about Kurt and Blaine?
2: Oh, um. I think that they're, like, young love, and they're just, like, high school, and I think
3: they're very cute, but I don't think it's going to be Forever? long-term. Yeah. You don't
1: think they're meant to last? No. Okay, what do you think?
3: Well, I think, yeah, definitely, you know, because, you know, long distances, yeah. everyone says they don't last, and usually they don't. Right. And now that Kurt's leaving and Blaine's going to be by himself, it. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens to that.
1: I I agree, but you know what? I think they are a really good balance for each other. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of young love is really self-destructive, and one person's lying, one person's cheating. It's all over the place. People, hormones, whatever. Yeah. And I think they do have a pretty healthy relationship in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. That being said, Chandler comes along this week, and shit hits the fan.
2: Crazy Chandler! Holy crap! Wait,
1: this is this is bad because this is actually your first after-show ever. Ever. And right before we go on, I'm talking to Phil and Phil's like, you got to give her the rundown on the show and give her all the tips. We, we have the after buzz amendments here and we go yes. over them and it's like, you know, don't talk over each other, don't whatever. And the second to last one is do not swear on air. And anybody who listens to me knows I can't help it. I just can't. Natural. So I'm supposed to be teaching one thing, but, you know, say what I do, what I say, not what I do. Is that the expression? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm telling, I'm saying, don't swear, but really, I can't help it. And yeah, it's if, fine. and if you do it, I might it, just love you more if for it. it Comes
3: out, we don't. Blame it, it comes out. It's natural.
2: I get
1: too but into these shows, and all of a sudden, I'm like, you're just potty passionate. Mouth.
2: It's totally cool. Well,
1: anyway, so Chandler, like, what's the bet? Crap hits the fan. Is that better? Crap yeah. hits the fan, and it just doesn't sound as good. It doesn't. Shit hits the fan. Okay, I don't care anymore. It does. It hits the fan, and we've got issues. Chandler and Kurt are texting. Really inappropriate things to text while you're in a yeah. relationship. Emotional cheating.
2: I think Chandler came on real strong.
1: That was a weird scene. in. Like in I love store? that it's called Between, between the, the, the Sheets. sheets. Amazing. <laughs> you know that my mom used to tell me that at the end of every fortune cookie, she would add those words in oh, between the way. sheets. If you think about it, next time you get a fortune cookie, add at the end Do in it. between the sheets. It's like... You will have a long, long life in between the, the sheets. sheets. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> Do it next time. But that's, that's awesome. the record store. It's great. You got this character, Chandler. Who the hell is this guy?
2: Dude, he's sending these cheesy, flirty texts. Um, something about, what was the astronaut text? Yeah, because
1: you're out of this Swirled. world. Like
2: who honestly uses that line? Your smile was out. Of, is out of this world. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> better. You. That's Thank better. You.
1: Okay, if that's it, then that's good. Not cheesy at all. <laughs> Not cheesy. Get it? Like Jesus, yes. wow. that was even worse. Jesus, <laughs> some somebody take over for me. I'm done here. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. That's amazing. I, you make me feel so good about myself. So we've got this Chandler guy. The problem is, I actually kind of liked him.
2: Did you? I thought, I thought he, was, he was annoying.
1: I thought he was funny. He's like
2: he was funny. He's
1: helping and blah. blah. I don't think I could take too many episodes of him, but no. for what he was during this episode, but I thought it was interesting. And I think the only reason they added him to this episode was because they needed to make Whitney Houston's songs fit in this episode. With
2: that title, yeah.
1: Fit into this it's episode. It's not right, but it's okay. And they, ne- they, needed, they needed Blaine to sing, it's not right, but it's okay. And they needed Kurt to sing, I have nothing. So they just added quickly this episode, this one conflict, because Blaine and Kurt never fight. Yeah. They put in this one conflict just to make them sing that because Kurt's the only one who has the vocal range to sing I Have Nothing? And Blaine's the only one who has the passion to sing It's Not Right, But It's Okay. Yeah. They had to do it. It's amazing. I
2: have a question for you. What yes. do you think about he's checked his phone? I don't think, I don't agree with that. I know his phone was buzzing, but that's not your business to go reading someone else's text.
1: Here's my opinion. Okay. I completely agree. Am I guilty of doing it before? Yes, Me absolutely. Too. I completely agree. It is wrong. Does that mean I don't ever sign into my ex-boyfriend's email account to see who he's talking to? No, it does not. So, am I a crazy stalker? Some may sometimes. say yes. Some <laughs> may say no. I totally understand. If anybody went through my phone, I'd be pissed. Yeah. And if and I think I would have the right to be. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes if the problem is if you go through and you find nothing, you're an asshole for doubting your, doubting mm-hmm. your significant other. But if you go through and find something, you had reason to doubt.
2: It's true. I mean, on the other end of it, it's true. He did find something, so he did have right probable cause. But it's
1: not like Kurt was acting really weird, so he had a reason to go through his phone. It yeah. just seemed to be luck.
2: Yeah.
3: So, I
1: don't know. I'm, well, Marissa, thoughts on the idea? But, Am I a um, crazy stalker?
3: N- I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> I mean, and then yeah, I'm outside because, your house at three in the morning. Right, you're yeah, like, "All right, I'd take it back." Be if someone went through my phone. But like, Blaine had a justifiable reason to answer Kurt's phone because he said it kept going off. I mean, if it's like an emergency, like your parents were calling right. you, it, I mean, it's understandable to answer, you know, your girlfriend's or boyfriend's phone. But I don't know. And then he kept reading that. That's what got him in trouble. He's sketchy. reading all of Kurt's text. Right. A little sketchy. Do you, do you guys think that sexting is cheating?
1: I would say there's a difference between physical cheating and emotional cheating. Yeah. And sexting is kind of both.
2: Yeah. I think the emotional part of it is worse than yeah. the physical. So, yeah. I think, I think it's cheating in a sense. If you don't follow through with it, I don't think it is really.
1: I don't think it would be called cheating, but it definitely isn't called... Good work.
2: Right. Like, it's you go, your a great boyfriend. You're betraying, yeah, the person you're with by doing it.
1: I, I agree. Okay, let's just talk about their songs, though, because both of them were so amazing. I just mm-hmm. want to cover. Uh, it's not right, but it's okay. I thought that Blaine absolutely killed the song, and at the end, Santana said it all. Snap. Oh, snap. That, oh, snap. <laughs> That's exactly what I was sitting here like. Dude, you effing killed that. Yeah,
2: and you can tell that like, Kurt was like in tears, like, felt really bad.
1: But it's so crazy with these songs because they're so intimate, yet they're sung in the classroom. Like, I almost feel like you're reading your diary.
2: Yeah, because they're like talking to you through song and you know that they're talking about.
1: This was my favorite song of the episode, though. And I loved how they had the rest of uh, New Directions backing them up in the course and yeah. different parts. I thought he killed it.
2: Yeah, it was it was really good.
1: His facial expressions, everything about him was so intense that yeah. this song was just like, yup, mm, I feel you. Yeah. And I love they lead up to it and Kurt says, it's okay. And Blaine goes, oh, so it's not right, but it's okay. Speaks that. And then we go into the song. Dot, dot,
2: dot.
1: I was like, that is hysterical. That's how they did that. <laughs>
2: that just happened.
1: Which was amazing. Um, then we see I have nothing, uh, which is Kurt's song, mm-hmm. and again, so intimate.
2: Yeah, but that was emotional. It was
1: emotional, and he had the tears coming, and I had the tears kind of coming. They were, yeah. I was, I was ready to go. I thought this episode was really like we got our roller coaster going Intense. on. Intense, it we, was. We also saw Kurt with Bert.
2: That was a really crazy conversation too. The quote I wrote down: "We made each other men." Yeah, that was really sweet. Exactly,
1: we made each other men. So yeah. profound. And, yeah, obviously his dad doesn't want him to leave for college. Right. I mean, what parent does? Unless you're a really nasty kid. And then your parent wants you gone.
2: Um, wasn't it hilarious? Kind of a joke, kind of not. With the post-its. Like, I thought that was really funny. The fact that he That was very Emma of him. Yes. Very OCD and funny that that's how he keeps track of his things. Yeah.
1: I thought that was really funny. But a sweet moment. I was really into it.
2: Yeah. I thought it was really... Because they've had a few sweet moments in the, the series, I think, so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I
3: love the dad. He's awesome. Yeah. He's amazing. He's a good dad. He's an amazing dad. I, and, yeah, yeah he And I really is. did love that conversation, you know, sending your kids off to college. Aww. You know, you have to face that conversation. That's why this show yeah. is so
1: relatable for a lot of different ages, you know. Uh, they, they try to have a very wide age demographic. And speaking of quotes that we really liked with Kurt and Blaine, Kurt saying, I don't think we've had an unscheduled makeout session in a month. And Rachel says, you schedule your makeup sessions?
2: Yeah.
1: Awesome. <laughs> That's great. I'm really glad that they included that little tidbit in there. Um, and also, Puck tonight with his his line, bromans. Oh, know, it's yeah, not a bromance. Oh, yeah. shot glasses. It's like we've had so many different bromance. I'm like, Puck, you rock. Um, but you know what? That pretty much covers the show. You know? We end with my love is your love. Everybody. It's an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. And I, I think we covered it. It we, was
2: a good closing song for sure. Because the whole group got together. And you can tell they're all emotional because they know it's all coming to an end. I know.
1: I, we, I think we've got some good episodes coming that we have left. So. Yeah. Well, we'll go to a commercial break. We'll Come back. We've got some awesome news and gossip for you. Marissa, did we get that printed? Did that work out? We couldn't. Okay. I have it on my computer. Hopefully, I can open my laptop and read it for you guys. And then we'll get to predictions. But you got to wait through this the weird commercials that we have. This is going to be your first time hearing it. They're freaking bizarre, but they're funny. Oh, my. Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll get back to you afterwards.
4: After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered afterbuzztv.com. Afterbuzz TV produces after show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post game wrap up shows for all your favorite TV shows. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid coworkers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need.
0: Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV, what do you want to buzz about?
1: This is like his voice is very like Barry Manilow, sexy, and the commercial we talking like, about. AfterBuzz, okay. You don't know this yet, Annie. Marissa, you kind of are starting to know this. I am. I have the reading level of a second grader. So (laughs) it's like not nice to hear me talk, especially when I'm reading off computer. So you guys are going to have to stick with me as we get into our.
0: After Buzz TV News.
1: So. Lea Michele is making an estimated $45,000 per episode for Glee and has a budding romance with co-star Corey Monteith. But now she has one more thing to be Gleeful about, the purchase of a new home. Uh On Monday morning, April 23rd, the singing starlet seemed happy about starting out the week as a homeowner. She took to her Twitter page, got to get on twitter in order to see this. I will. Writing to her followers, "Morning!" exclamation point. "Happy Monday, everyone!" exclamation point. "Let's get this week going!" exclamation point. <laughs> the brunette beauty has recently shelled out 1.4 million on a new two-bedroom, two-bathroom Los Angeles pad. The home also features a large saltwater, solar-heated pool, vast closet space, a guest bedroom, and a master suite fit for the hard-working actress. The room has Miss Michelle that Miss Michelle will be laying her head down at night features Carrera marble, a custom bath that includes a steam shower and even a private terrace, complete with gorgeous French doors. Crappy May life.
3: See. wow.
1: You know, crappy wow. life. She must not be doing well, making no money. I'm not jealous at all.
3: No. My question is, where is Diana Agron going to live? Because weren't they uh, rooming together? I don't know, but don't it know, is like a two-bedroom. I so. know they were Guesthouse? roommates. I don't know if it's still going on. Well, apparently not, That. But- Not that she has a house, but we'll
1: we'll see. Okay, so Ashley Fink, who was a front and center, who was front and center during the second season of Glee, when her character Lauren Zeiss do you guys remember her? She began dating Puck. Mm
3: -hmm. But
1: this season, her character bowed out of the new directions and dumped her hot new beau in the season premiere, and there has been significantly less of the acid-tugging teen. And don't expect that to change anytime soon. At the premiere of Chris Colfer's new flick *Struck by Lightning*, which *The Wonder Kid* wrote and starred in, Fink told *The Insider* that her absence from *Glee* is likely an extended, if not permanent, one. Quote, "It is what it is," Fink said. "Lauren's somewhere in the school. She's just not on camera or being talked about. She's involved in activities that aren't on television." Fox had no comment on Fink's feature at uh, future at the teen drama. Fink, however, does seem to be hold does seem to be holding a, does. Excuse me, she does not seem to be holding a grudge. Maybe I just wanted her to be holding a grudge so there'd be some drama, but she's not holding on. She says, they have so many characters to take care of, and I think once they made the decision that all these characters were going to graduate, it shifted the way the season was going to go. I haven't heard anything from Ryan, but I visited while they were filming prom, so I got to see everybody, which was great.
2: That was a good reading job.
1: I know I'm kind of stuttering. I'm I'm nervous. Oh my god, I'm no, freaking out. No, you did
2: a good job. Like I was r- worried.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so, oh, I didn't even give you the rundown. Basically, after I read every segment, we kind of talk about it, and then I go back to the next thing. So, what what are we pointing at? Am, am I is my mic off? Am I? I, I did it.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, you did.
1: you told her, you told her everything, good yeah. I'm, I'm like, what's this, we connecting? We're here, we're here, but we're not Because I didn't know what you were saying I'll get, I'll get used to it But what I was going to say was I actually bumped into Ashley Fink um, Last year we were at a party together We were at some bar Such a sweet, sweet, sweet girl mm-hmm. She was amazing, you know Casually sipping on a drink, so nice So positive spirited, this wouldn't shock me at all Seems like a great girl. I would love to see her back on the show, but she is right. Kind of seemed to be going in a different direction, so we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Completely different news. Gautier has changed his tune when it comes to dissing Glee's take on the chart-topping hit. Just one day after slamming Darren Chris and Matt Bomer's cover of Somebody That I Used to Know as Dinky and Wrong, 31-year-old Australian indie rocker is praising their version as, quote, clever. At a private performance at Sayers Club in Hollywood Monday, Coti referred to his comment about the Fox dramedy, saying, quote, I thought it was really clever to transpose the song to two guys. It was a great idea. End quote, according to the Hollywood Reporter That's a huge leap from his previous comments Of the Sunday Herald Sun In which Gauthier said the Glee cover sounded Quote Like it's playing to you from a cardboard box Ouch. End quote So what gives? According to Gautier, The media took his comments out of context Quote This xylophone hook in the song It's kind of this dinky Not so Not just in the cover version But in the original song as well Gautier explained to the crowd that becomes the Glee cover I hated, and Darren Chris is an a-hole, end quote. When first asked about Glee's cover of the song, but Gautier, uh, but Gautier told Sunday Mail it's such a faithful arrangement of the instrumentals, but the vocals were that pop, Glee-style, ultra-dry, sounded pretty tuned, and the rock has no real sense. So he seems all over the place. I, uh, see, it's hard to read something was all over the place.
2: I think it's because people gave him crap about it. And clearly, covering to his stay own stay on house. the good side. I mean, come on, you're not from
3: America. Love Americans.
1: He's, it's kind of hard to see somebody else cover your own work. I would assume, but
3: yeah. I, I loved that version. Of I thought it was great. Of somebody oh, somebody I used to know. I can't stop listening to that. I cover. did say
1: I like the way it sounds. I loved it. it did seem a little out of place to me, to be honest. Between two brothers. Yeah, it's clearly a song about a relationship. That being said. I thought they sounded great.
2: I think he should be honored that they even feature his song. I agree.
1: If I if I ever got famous enough, or ever had a voice that was good enough to sing a song and Glee covered it, I'd be like,
3: hell if you can't yeah. hear me clapping,
1: hell yeah. Okay, so we've got a little. He uh,
3: should be s- saying thank you. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Just be be gracious about it. I hate when they're not. It's yeah. Bleak. This is a spoiler alert. I know we have some sort of cue for that, but it's scary. So it goes like, spoiler alert. And lights and stuff go. I don't even know if I want to hear it. Don't do it.
0: Don't Spoiler do it. alert. Scary. Spoiler alert. Ah. Spoiler alert.
1: Whoa. In Studio A lights start flashing and shit starts flying. It's crazy. Okay. So get ready, Gleeks. Next month, two new Directions members will be switching bodies. How do we know? Because Chris Colfer confirmed the news himself. The May 15th episode of Glee will show Kurt Hummel taking over the mind of a fellow Glee Club member... And, though he doesn't explicitly reveal which one, he says recently leaked photos may offer a clue. One of them shows Corey Monteith channeling his fashion loving stepbrother. According to TV Line, Kofer said the body swap experience was, quote, nerve wracking because I didn't want to disrespect anybody. He continued saying, I really thought I had the hardest one because they were really hard to nail. They were not over the top by any means. This 21 year old also reveals his mythology. Uh, methodology in playing the part. Quote, It's kind of like switching your mind. You see yourself in a different ma- mirror, and then you go for it. The role swap is part of Super Size Two Hour Glee vent, So not Glee Event, but you know how they try to put the word Glee in everything. Yeah. So a Glee vent, which focuses on new directions as they get ready for Nationals. Tina suffers a head injury during rehearsals, which leads to the body switching experience. Of course, the group will get their will get to try their hand at the annual competition. This time, a special panel of judges, Lindsay Lohan, Perez Hilton, and mm. Rex Lee. So, that's quite a spoiler alert. we got a lot of crap going on. This is some Freaky Friday crap.
2: I, mean, I love that movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think I saw it when I was too old, but I loved it.
1: There is no such thing, my girl. I I will watch that movie until I'm old and Old and wrinkly, and gray. Back in
2: the classics when Lindsay was doing the classics.
1: Yeah, but now we're going to see Lindsay again on this episode. That's so, awesome. I mean, wh- what did I say? May 15th? May 15th. Looking yeah. forward to it. I'm, Prez Hilton seeing body switches. Uh, Tina, head injury. Hope it's not too bad. I mean, we got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. So that is your Glee News and Gossip for the week of April 24th, 2012. Read to you from my very own computer. Uh, but I think, you know what we should do now is we should get into some. We have really weird sound cues in case you don't know yet. Now,
0: I enjoy them. You're After Buzz TV predictions. Some
1: of them are creepy and you know. Here's a sign that you know you've been here too long. Number one, when you start dreaming and in your dream dreams, predictions start coming in. Number two, when in your everyday life you start dropping. Bing is for doing. Because I say it all the time. People will say something. They're like, do you like that shirt? And I'm like, well, Bing is for doing. And yeah, I do. And
2: they're like, what? And
1: they're like, "Um, excuse me. I'm like, damn it, I work too much. Jesus. But that being said, voluntarily, and I love it here, and I'd be nowhere else. Predictions? Yes, I will be back here next week. Predictions? Will you be back here next week? I will be back,
2: hands down. Will you
1: be back here next week, Marissa? Yes, we're getting the Gleeks together. Trio. Together as one um and stephanie wanger will be back here next week she's feeling really sick and actually i kind of think it's my fault i was really sick might have passed it on getting everybody sick so people are like stop predicting about your own lives and start predicting about the shows okay okay i hear you what are we thinking what's gonna happen what's with the wedding we're, we're thinking it's coming up
2: i don't know we had mixed feelings i think it's coming up i think that it's gonna be like the season closer
1: okay okay what are we thinking marissa
3: I, I don't think it's going to happen. We're not, uh, it's, it's way too soon. What about Quinn and Joe? I, I think that'll happen. That'll happen. I, I, want, I want that to happen.
1: <laughs> I hope so, too. Guys, Neata auditions are coming up. We see these previews for next week. Yeah. Are Rachel and Kirk getting in? Is one of them getting in? Who's making the move to New York? Who's making the move to LA? Who's staying for graduation?
2: Whoopi Goldberg's going to be there. It's going to be crazy. Whoopi! I love her. Whoopi in the house.
1: I looked down and looked up. I looked down for a second, I almost missed her, and I was like, guys, who is that? And you guys were like, it's Whoopi, and I had a huge smile, and that's how it looked in the studio.
2: It's going to be a great episode. Any
1: other predictions? What are you thinking about Niata?
2: I think that one of them. Which one? Kurt.
1: What are you thinking? Predictions from Marissa with the I, I
3: I think Kurt as well because we all know Rachel can sing and there are other places she can sing yeah uh, Kurt blew me yet. away
1: tonight I don't know any guy in the world other than him I mean come on that's like crazy so I guess you guys will just have to come back to us next week um and we know you guys are gleeking out so if you want to tweet at us again Marissa where can we find you
3: I am Marissa Movies M A R I S A Movies on Twitter
1: at Roxy Stryer and we will get back to you next week where you can find yes the lovely at Annie. Annie
2: Demian question
1: mark <laughs> question mark exactly so until then much love and peace
0: from Bing.com executive producers Maria Manunos Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire afterbuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the afterbuzz TV network